And coming through your ears, how could you mistake it at this point? It is Otis Complaints James, the house DJ for Tremendous Podcast. I am your host, EJ Rovetti, and with me is Tommy Loves Vaccines Whitcomb. <laughs> so, no one has any context to that nickname because we uh, edited out the discussion you and I have had about the uh, AstraZeneca Pfizer debacle, which I, oh man. <laughs> We've talked, I feel like so many of our discussions now are about COVID off the or podcast. Least, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like I don't know, I don't know how comfortable I am bringing this into the podcast space. <laughs> Bring it in. Bring it in. <laughs> no, because it's only, it's funny to a point until one of us gets frustrated and then it just gets, <laughs> we'll just sound shitty for the rest of the podcast. <laughs> we'll just go to an ad. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I do think actually if we, if we just totally pivoted the podcast purely towards anti-vaxxers, that is a market there for the taking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're a very, um, uh, they're a very agreeable group. <laughs> they are screaming out. On their side. Yeah, they're screaming out for a champion right now. They'll take it. Mm. I know. If we made this all about flat earthers or something like that, we would be <laughs> killing the market. We'd be the most uh, charismatic people in flat earth. Because <laughs> if we started, especially mainly if you started talking about vaccines and those people can be like, I actually listened to a really interesting podcast about vaccines recently. And uh, the guy... <laughs> the first time that we listen to somebody reference our facts on another podcast we'll know how shit every other podcast is we'll be like oh it's all bullshit it's all a game (laughs) i've got actually a good story to that when i was at school when i was what so i was like 16 or 17 i uh i put myself i edited myself into todd carney's wikipedia page okay so what is so one of you, these wags or something like that? No, so it was like <laughs> they have this whole section dedicated to the um to the incident of him, his drink driving incident. And I edited in myself as his roommate who the police interviewed, but when they couldn't find it. <laughs> and it's just stayed there forever. It's been on there for like so what, like 12 or 13 years now. And a mate of mine told me he was listening to a podcast about sports scandals and they mentioned my name. <laughs> no way yeah, apparently yeah <laughs> that's amazing yeah well i was gonna say it's not like the roommate's gonna change it and be like no it was actually me <laughs> <laughs> this guy's this guy's taking my legacy that's actually a great way to insert yourself for a long term on wikipedia is just insert yourself as the shooter at a school you know what i mean just no one's gonna take the credit for that <laughs> you'll you'll hold that title but it'll be like i guess he did shoot up sandy hook i love clearly 
through that explanation, your understanding of Wikipedia is every article is written by the person the article is about. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's not like Scott Morrison is on his Wikipedia page going just doing some. Fa- Actually, he might be, but I, yeah, exactly. I don't yeah, that, think that level of ego. <laughs> I don't of think that's how it are. works. I don't think I don't think the school shooter is the guy who gets to decide what goes on the bowling for Columbine Wikipedia page. Yeah, but if he all he needs is a fake email, Tom, you're missing the joke. <laughs> it's possible. What is the fake? <laughs> anyway, how's your way going? So, anyway, oh, am I coming through loud and clear? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're good on my end, but we'll see how it comes out in the recording. That's what I'm hoping. I'm like, should I speak loud so that the listeners don't have to turn up and there's like a juxtaposition between yours and my voice, or should I speak quieter? Should you speak quieter? I don't even know, man. It's it's a no it's a bit idea. of a disaster. But the people tremendous. I got to tell you guys, we're, we're doing our best to try and bring to you uh, a quality podcast. And and whether that means you know we we have to be in our living rooms or our bedrooms when we when we stream uh, this podcast, you know that's just how it's going to have to be. But but we, rest assured, we are doing our best to bring you uh, a tremendous podcast, and it will be uh, tremendous. We're going to make our podcast tr- tremendous again. I feel like we are doing our best is the new catchphrase of this podcast. I think it's the new catchphrase of Australia. <laughs> Tremendous. We're, tr- we're trying. We're really trying. It's a whip. It's just a, it's just a it's work a in whip. progress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know why you... <laughs> uh, sometimes you, t- you, you break the fourth wall to the audience and I feel very impotent. I don't know what to do. I just kind of sit there and I wait. You join in. I'm talking to the people of the universe of uh, I'm talking to people of the tremendous universe, and you are one of the creators. You're one of the Allahs of uh, the <laughs> tremendous universe, and uh, you get to talk to the people as well. You get to decree stuff if you want. You know, you get to create competitions <laughs> that the people get to watch. And so, <laughs> what do you mean? What, what, have, what have you decreed? Uh, I just decreed that we're just uh, th- that we will bring a better podcast to you. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. 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 What else is going on? A body on? of writing, a body of writing put forth for authoritative or, uh, or, or you know, it's you know what I'm trying to say here. Uh, it's, it's 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 a whole it's a whole corpus of things is what I'm trying to. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, have, I've got nothing else. You have such a diverse vocabulary used incorrectly. I feel. What was the oh, what's dude, a corpus not... of things? A, cor- uh, a corpus is a body of writings on a certain topic of a, or of a certain type. Is that right? Yeah. You hear me typing up the dictionary to check? A collection of written texts? Well done. Yeah. 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 A collection of written texts or a body of uh, written texts written on a certain topic or of a certain type of writing you know this is yeah this is like very very close to the google dictionary definition of that have you looked up the word corpus recently or are you just a walking dictionary this is one of the words uh, that no i used to look up words and write them down the definitions of them when i didn't know them and so did you really another word yeah 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 and if there was another word inside of the definition of the word that i was looking for the definition of i had to look up the definition of that new word so then i would learn two new words and how long ago was this stuck uh, from when I was about 15 to like, um, I don't know, until I stopped caring about the world, until I decided that I didn't have a chance. <laughs> 15 and a half. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what have you been getting on with this week? 
Uh, well, I mean, it's a weird one because right? it's Monday. We're, we're, we're recording this on Monday, out for Thursday. I think we, we were just talking before the pod. We might have to rethink our uh, recording schedule. So we're just off the back of the weekend. So I don't know, man. Like, I'm, uh, I, I listened to a podcast about uh, how, how, to, how to cope through lockdown, and they were doing this thing of – this guy made the point of make sure you have something to look forward to every day. Like when you wake up, make sure there's something you're look for, looking forward to doing that day. And uh, this is it to the, to the tremendous podcast is it for today, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And likewise, that's how you know we're both, it's a disaster for both of us. We're not going to make it <laughs> in life. <laughs> yeah. If, if this is the highlight of our week, it's, it's, well, you know, I mean, but the thing is, this is probably be the highlight for a lot of people's weeks just to be able to meet up with a friend and talk for them with talk with them for an hour without uh just having a built-in excuse kind of thing because like we are having a very um every time we catch up on the phone and we go what's going on um and not just with you everybody is sort of saying how uh same old same old you know i'm just doing the same Mm. old same old thing i'm trying to keep occupied and stuff you know i've been reading the newspaper every day and I've been getting the Telegraph and the Herald to decide which one I like better, which we're writing. Still undecided. Still in the, uh, still in the, in, in the, in, in verdict. But, uh, but yeah, no, I've just, I've been occupying myself with the news, getting annoyed at Gladys, Auntie Gladys. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, I'm not going to allow this to become a political podcast. That's not happening. I'm not, I'm not, but <laughs> you know what? Uh, Australia is allowing, uh, New South Wales is allowing this to become a political state. So we can, they're not allowing us to just move on with our lives and just be, uh, move around the world. So, you know, that we need to get involved with what they're doing. And so it is becoming a part of my life. And I won't talk about it too much. But <laughs> let's just get back to conspiracies. You know what? Let's just <laughs> you were. You no. were on conspiracies just then. That's what you were doing. <laughs> that's, when I, that's, that's when it gets really bad is when you mesh it with your life and you're like, okay, how do I get an out? <laughs> Instead of watching non-conspiracies, you just watch a lighter conspiracy. Um, it was, it, we had this discussion the other day that my latest, the thing that I've been obsessed with is the uh, the GameStop, uh, the GameStop theory on on Reddit about how they're trying. I really to... actually want to talk about this. Yeah, 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 with you. Yeah, yeah. So, and you were saying like my conspiracy theory is the one that uh, is, is that ends up with me getting rich, whereas your conspiracy theory is the one that ends up with you catching a child molester. <laughs> There's a lot more. Yeah, there's a lot more honor to what I'm doing. (laughs) Yeah, there's a lot more upside to what I'm doing. There really is. (laughs) (laughs) If I if if this game something works up, I could pay for a team of pedophile hunters. I we could I could make a real difference. Except I'm catching some of your colleagues. That's the problem. (laughs) Yeah, and it's it's going to make it harder for me to profit. All right, Elliot. So if you could just hold off. What do you mean? Just don't fuck a kid and I'm clearing out the market for you. You're going to write it like that. <laughs> oh, I don't understand I'm how to this... any of this joke logic works, but I'll laugh along. <laughs> I, get, I get it. And I feel like the people do too. I'm, uh, I'm reading this. I'm doing audio book. Can you say that you're reading a book if you're listening to it via audio? Uh, a lot of people do. I don't know how I feel about it. But yeah, you're consuming a book. I'm consuming a book. I always preface it by saying I'm listening to it, if I am. Um, but I'm listening to The Franklin Scandal, a story of power brokers, child abuse, and betrayal. Mm. Uh, Is this the same conspiracy theory we spoke about two weeks ago? 
No, that was the conspiracy of Johnny Gosh. But um, funnily, well, the Johnny Gosh took place in Ohio, which is a neighboring capital to Omaha, to Nebraska, which is uh, where this takes place in Omaha and uh, Lincoln County. Um, and and it, it actually reaches all the way to Washington and stuff like that. But the main the main it always uh, does. If if it's if it's a good conspiracy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this but this is uh, about uh, Lawrence E. King and the Franklin scandal, uh, and I'm listening to that right now. And it it, it goes for over uh, it goes for over 24 hours, and I've still got 14 hours left, and uh, I could not and I could not be enjoying it more. Okay, give me give me the cliff notes. Give me the really really not not last time, which was 10 minutes. Give me the the elevator pitch. What's this conspiracy theory all about? I don't think I have the capability, which is why I am going to be doing a segment on this podcast coming up soon. Uh, it's going to be the I'm trying to come up with a name for it. I want, I'm, I'm going. I'm think I'm going to call it the EJ Terrick, or like the EJ Terrick, or the e, the EJ Terrick, or something like that, like the esoteric. You know what I mean? But uh, so uh, I, I wanted. I was waiting for you to bring this up because you sent it to me in a text message, and I was like, <laughs> at some stage, I'm going to have to explain to EJ why this wordplay doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but we'll, we might as well make content out of it. Let's do it. Okay, so explain to me why I'm an idiot. So, okay, no, I'm not. I'm not. But it's like when you <laughs> sent me. So you, you, we talked about this. Like, and I don't think what. <laughs> so when we talked about this segment in the past, it was about obscure movies and TV shows and stuff, right? Like that. It was obscure things. And that was the point. Maybe this still counts. Whereas I think this is a different segment, Music, which is about conspiracy politics, theories. history, all of that <laughs> stuff. Uh, but, and I get that you're going for like esoteric and I know the word mm. esoteric. And when you write it down, it looks great. But EJ Terek doesn't sound like esoteric. <laughs> <laughs> like what I can about see if I call how, it the Ejo Terek. That's you're not Ejo. <laughs> but what about the but uh, but it is Ezo though <laughs> Ejo Terek. <laughs> I reckon. It, all right, the EJ Obscure was the other was a close competitor. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I just feel like you know what I really think EJ is the the heart of this problem is. Does it really need a name, or could you just fucking tell us about it? <laughs> no, because it's going to be a reoccurring segment. It's going to be going well into, uh, well into the well into the future, and we're going to be talking about conspiracies. I, I, my goal is to eventually even bring on people involved in the conspiracies, like sheriffs, detectives, and people involved in the investigations of these said conspiracies, and, and to have a, 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 a so to say a horse uh, talking right into the microphone. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. From the horse's mouth. I'm with you. That's, yeah. Uh... <laughs> oh, we're on a level. You and I are on a real. <laughs> Imagine if we could get at least like, from, I don't know, uh, 5% of Australia's population on our level. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> so many people. That's, that's still like a million people. I know. But that would be awesome. There'd be a lot of tickets. Today's podcast is not brought to you by the tremendous big dick license plate. Unfortunately, in our society, if you're a man in a fancy car, 
strangers are going to assume you have a small penis. We at Tremendous know this isn't fair, which is why we created the Tremendous Big Dick License Plate. Our team of independent appendage appraisers will measure your member and stand witness to the fact your phallus is far from fun-sized. Once your penis has been evaluated, compared against statistical norms in your age, range and race, your car will be fitted with a license plate that says to the world, hey, you can make fun of my Porsche, but leave my penis out of this. The tremendous big dick license plate. Show the world you're compensating for something other than your manhood. I think we need to talk about Elliot, and we talked to a little, we talked about this a little bit before we started recording, but kind of revisiting some of the some of the the the, the early days of the podcast, some of our initial intentions, some of our visions and hopes for the tremendous podcast. Um, starting with, I think we talked about this a little bit, but recording on a Monday night probably doesn't feel quite right for the podcast, uh, and 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 maybe. We go back to our original intention, which was a, a Friday afternoon knockoff drinks style podcast. Uh, is one of the things we could we could think about doing a bit more of. Um, talk about what we're drinking. Um, you know, have you insult me if I'm feeling particularly ill and I can't stomach a beer, and, and you and you question my masculinity because I'd rather have a water. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would love that. And like, uh, I think that we need to get back to our tremendous roots. I agree with you. I feel like and I we need, and, and yeah. And, and and building on that, I think there's something that we've lost sight of and I, I feel like we kind of gave up on and I'm a little bit embarrassed about it because I've just, um, I've cracked a beer. It's a, a Stockade Brewing Co. And uh, as much as I'm trying to enjoy it, it tastes like ash in my mouth, Elliot, because every craft beer that I drink <laughs> that isn't from a certain brand of beer just reminds me of the fact that we're still paying for our own pale ales. And I think this is horrendous it's an affront to what this podcast is all about the fact that you just brought that up it's like the equivalent of having to relive a trauma in the court for me you know what i mean like i was just moving on with my life drinking beer uh and then you just brought up a trauma for me and now it does taste like a, a slap in the mouth because for any new listeners of the podcast or people like us who may have blocked all of this embarrassment out um, for a long time, and for reasons I don't fully understand why, we had a real obsession with Yulee's, Yulee's Brews. We wanted Yulee's Brews to be the one and only sponsor of the Tremendous Podcast, i.e. give us free beer. That's right. Well, I think that, I think one of the main pulls, one of the, the big gravity that, uh, that, that, that pulled us into the orbit of Yulee's was uh, the fact that they have illustrations on their beers. The fact oh, that yeah. They, um, they give cartoons of, uh, you know, Australian heroes, people that should be Australian heroes on their beers. And, uh, and, and Tom and I saw ourselves as some of the people that could be, uh, you know, featured on one of the tinnies of um, Yuli's Brew. I want a Yuli's Tremendous Pale Ale so badly. That would It's going to happen. Be... Okay. So we need to get back on to, like, we need to, because this is the thing that makes it the worst. Is we they got in contact with us? We got a we got an Instagram message from Yulis. We even got a follow from a rival brewing company, and nothing came yeah. of it. We just got it was oh, it's 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 well, like the the popular girl at school brushes your leg, and that's all that ever happens. 
can I give a suggestion? Can I give a suggestion as to what we may be able to do um, in terms of the uh, Yuli brew? Is your uh, suggestion run a more successful podcast? <laughs> it could be, but no, <laughs> it's what it is, is, is the uh, involving Anthony Chill Skinner as a third party to email uh, said brewery as a representative of the Tremendous Podcast to make us look more legitimate. Um, yeah, I think there's other things we could do to appear more legitimate than <laughs> ask one of our friends to talk to. <laughs> we can invite them to the 50th birth. We can invite them to the 50th birthday party. The 50th, uh, we could even ask them to sponsor it. We could be like, hey, guys, we'll sponsor it. There won't be that much MDMA there. Uh, we'll, you know, the, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, we're not technically selling alcohol. Technically, we wouldn't be able to do that because we have a license. So, Elliot, why why do you keep touching your nose? Why why are you <laughs> winking so aggressively? Yeah, 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 we can't sell it if you donate it. Um, so <laughs> yeah. j- just uh, hook us up, Yuli. Be a, a brother and sister, tremendous. Be a person, tremendous. Uh, and 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 hook us up. We need to okay. This is I, I'm. This is back top of my list now. This is this is. We need to get <laughs> serious about this again because we were making progress and we just we 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 got to the finish line and we fell over and we just never crossed it. Yeah, I know. It's one of those situations where uh, look, they're probably struggling at the moment, and uh, if they need if they need people to drink more, I, I don't think they're they're having a problem with people drinking it at home at the moment. You know mm. what I mean? So. Uh, but 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 it's still a nice time to be able to reach out to people and and help them drink more in a more benevolent way. You know what I mean? Rather than in a in a sad way because you're unemployed now <laughs> and you probably shouldn't have bought that expensive four pack of <laughs> you probably you probably should have gotten Carlton Dry, man. Like I... <laughs> uh, actually, um, I'm 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 drinking a uh, Tui's Extra Dry. I'm doing a, a Tui's Extra Dry tonight, and uh, what I'm going to do it's a little small <laughs> Tui's uh, Extra Dry July. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm doing um, I'm doing a small little uh, reboot of a, a thing that was scarcely used on the Tommy hiatus editions. A little cheers to the people. And Tom, as we are far away and we can't actually clink, in three, two, one, we're going to clink. So in three, two, clinkaroo. And so people, tremendous. If you missed that, it's three, two, clinkaroo right there for you. And uh, yeah, so I'm drinking an, a, a Tui's Extra Dry. Tom is drinking a, what was it again? Cask uh, Stockade, Stockade Brewing Co. Refreshing ale. It's Stock very eight. disappointing. Anything, if you didn't manage to crack anything that wasn't uh, water over the period that we were just having a conversation about reinstalling alcohol into our podcast, um, then the next podcast. Stay tuned and and have a have, have a brew ready for you because we're going to be bringing this podcast out on a Friday afternoon. Yeah. Perfect. I reckon. Yeah, we can. We can look into a live stream and everything. What's uh, so okay, Elliot? You've got a what? What have, what have you got to share with the podcast this week? Um, I got a, <clears throat> I got a few things to share, but um, I did want to quickly ask. Um, I did. Uh, I quickly wanted to touch on my neighbors. Uh, quick, uh, just a quick touch on my neighbors that I've had beef with over time. Um, we've been brought closer together because they just got a puppy dog. Oh really? And yeah, so there's a puppy dog running around and it barks when we come outside. To it, but when we come outside in the morning, Tiana and I, it hears our gate because we're sharing. Like we live in like a granny flat and they live in like a duplex in the front. 
and so they can hear the dog can hear us coming outside and it starts barking like for us to come outside and its name is pearl it's like half staffy half uh it's a half staffy half labrador and it's like jet black it's uh it's beautiful and and she so so it's brought us close together we only talk about the dog but um but we do talk to each other a lot more often and i was just thinking about neighbors and stuff like that and and uh people that I sort of befriended in my neighborhood growing up and, and, and Tom, I, I wanted to ask you whether or not you'd, um, whether or not you'd perhaps accidentally uh, ever befriended a pedophile. <laughs> I mean, never accidentally. No, it was always <laughs> intentional. I, so I, we've talked about this on the podcast before a long time ago, but the, my school had a number of pedophiles, all, all, charged and all guilty um and one of them was my uh, year six cricket coach mr trelaw and um mr trelaw was like a teacher yeah you can look him up you i'm sure there's plenty of stuff about him on the internet now uh and not just the stuff he put up there and (laughs) it's i remember my big thing that i remember about mr trelaw at school because i was only at this school for a year and um everyone loved this teacher like he everyone like he put so much effort like he was a housemaster and he used to throw pizza parties for like the all hundred kids in his house and then he would uh like people in his class would always like brag about getting the afternoon off to you know watch movies or whatever and uh i was always very like self-conscious of the fact i didn't think he liked me very much compared to the other kids and you know what in hindsight (laughs) probably okay probably all right that's so funny man i love that um yeah no i never had any teachers try and reach out and touch me um i think that i uh our school is kind of i guess guess it's not something that like it plagues every school but it does show up every now and then you're like but whenever it's a hot teacher whenever it's a hot female teacher you're just like where was she where was she when I was like, when I was doing, where was her mother? You know what I mean? When I was in school. Um, it's, yeah. It's, it's like, I, I, whenever I, whenever I try and write a joke about this topic, I have to stop. Cause I'm just like, I just think South Park did it so well that none of us even have to really bother trying to write anything about this anymore. But it's so true. You see, there've been a few recently of hot high school teachers sleeping with 15 and 14 year old boys. And you're just like, I'm okay with it. That you know, that's probably yeah. not not okay. I'm not okay with it, but I definitely don't care as much as you care about the other way around, right? Like the other way around is no, no, no. disgusting. But then they female teaching all like, the way back. Their court cases should be pushed all the way back. Like you know what I mean? Like in terms of uh, a priority, they should be pushed all the way back. <laughs> and when they come back with their awesome life. Like everything went <laughs> perfectly normal, and now they're like you know successful. Then we'll you can judge you can judge uh, <laughs> accurately. Uh, um, so we go well, on. So, so tell me, I'm so intrigued by what the what you could possibly have in the barrel that starts with when did you ever try to accidentally befriend a pedophile? Wouldn't it be awesome if I had nothing? <laughs> I was, I'm just wondering if you did. <laughs> Uh, I remember my brother and I, I remember the reason I ask you is because I remember my brother and I were coming back from something. I can't remember, but we were coming back and we pulled into our street with my dad. Um, and uh, my brother and I were really, really friendly 
uh, really, really quite friendly with like every kind of, with all strangers and stuff like that. And I should also say like my sister was there as well. Like, so it's like a little girl, my, and two little boys. And uh, we were really friendly with everyone on the fucking street. We were literally always on the street and um, playing cricket and, uh, and, and, and rugby and stuff out the front of the house kind of thing. And like running around playing tag. But every hour of the day we spent outside and we talked to everyone that walked by. It was like, I don't know, I don't know why we were so like social kind of thing. But we got out of the car and uh, said hello to this kind of old, this old guy that was carrying like a, one of those old people, um, like um, grocery carriers kind of thing. I don't know the ones like you mean. A, yeah, they're like a like they've got like a material sort of um anyway. So like he's he's calling one of those. He's got a whole bunch of like he's got binoculars or like a monocular, a monocular around his neck, like a single um binocular. Like a, do you mean <laughs> and, is, it, is it is the word you're looking for a telescope? <laughs> it's like a mini telescope. <laughs> and so <laughs> this guy's walking down the street and stuff. He's wearing a fisherman's hat as well, and he's got a pair of glasses that are really green glasses, and then another pair of blue blocker like glasses on the outside, so you can't see his eyes um that are around his neck. So my brother and I we get out of the car and we say hello to this guy walking past on the street, and uh he kind of ignores us, but it just kind of slows down and is watching my brother and I and my dad didn't notice any of this until um, he, he we, we were about to walk into the house and he looks up the street and at the public park that's just up the street, he sees this guy standing behind a tree with a monocular staring at my brother and I. And my dad, my dad is like, what the fuck? And he's like, guys, go inside and like lock the door. And uh, he went and just chased this guy down and uh, sort of he just beat the shit out of this guy and discovered he was like, that guy... He came back home and was like, that guy is actually, he used to follow me home when I uh, finished school, <laughs> when I would finish school and at, 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 when I was a little kid. And I told my parents about him and they just didn't really believe me. They were like, oh, well, you know, run faster. <laughs> and, like, and so I was just like, uh, I remember this guy, uh, he, I, I, in my first job at Blockbuster, he showed up, he was there kind of thing. He was, he didn't come into the shop, but he was outside the shop and he noticed I was working there and he was kind of like staring. And as he came in, um, this local uh, bikey named Snake, who was friends with us. <laughs> <at Blockbuster>. Snake, <laughs> was... Snake, it sounds like if you were writing a script about bikies, that's your first draft name. This guy's name was Snake. He told me, he, uh, I'm not even going to say his first, I'm not even going to tell you his real name. I know his real name, but uh, I'm one of few people that know. And uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> don't tell, please. I don't want to know. I won't. But Snake was named, uh, given the name Snake because he he took a snake to school and lost it. And then the second reason he got that nickname is because of his uh, ability to eat pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Snake showed up, snake showed up into the blockbuster that I was working with and everyone out of intimidation used to just give him DVDs for free. (laughs) No one used to charge him, but he used to come in and protect the shop. And uh, we walked in and the pedophile disappeared as this guy walked in like, and I told everyone at the shop about this guy was like this. And I'm, you know, 12, 12 years old, 13 years old, working at the shop. And I said, guys, there's this known pedophile outside uh, and he's hanging around, he's staring at me. Can you guys just be aware of that? You know what I mean? Like the other employees. And they were like, for sure, Snake walks in, that guy disappears. And I go, Snake, there's this fucking pedophile. And he goes, rock spiders. I fucking hate rock spiders. <laughs> and, he fucking... 
What are <laughs> rock like, spiders? That was the first time I heard the term rock spiders. They're pedophiles in prison. You know what I mean? Like, that's what they call them. And he's like, we fucked up a lot of rock spiders in prison. He goes, when I went to prison, I was like, why'd you go to prison? He goes, ah, uh, I was in a fight in a parking lot where a bunch of bikies had all gone there. Like, we'd all, we'd all gone up to meet there and fight. And everyone was kind of bitching it. No one was doing anything. And I was like, well, if no one's going to fucking do anything. And he put a hatchet into a guy's shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> So, and uh, um, no, go on, yeah, yeah. And so he just goes, He was like, Yeah, the first time he was like, When I was in prison and stuff, we go, he goes, We fucked up a lot of rock spiders. <laughs> it was awesome, dude. So, I want to just take a moment to reflect on our two stories. Uh, Ooh. my story to the same prompt went, I remember one time at my private school, uh, my <laughs> under 11s <laughs> cricket coach. Uh, <laughs> turned out to be a bit handsy in uh, one of our many storage rooms. <laughs> and, and your story was, well, I know this bikey named Snake. <laughs> I had to get to Snake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've run into him. Anyone that now, spends any now, time in could we... would, know, would probably have run into Snake. He's got these tattoos that have all faded on him and stuff like that, and he's that built like a brick shit house and has a like a ponytail that goes down to his ass. So question one, followed by question two, could we, question one, and two, should we get Snake on the podcast? Oh, I, I think I've got Snake on Facebook as well. I've, uh, um, that's a great question. Oh, I would love that, actually. Give me one second. I'm writing that I'm down. Gonna put, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to put... If we have Snake on the podcast, I'm putting my webcam off just so he can't get an idea <laughs> of what I represent. Oh, man. Um, you know what he used to do? He used to love... Uh, he used to call it... What was the word he used to... Archiving. He goes, ah, no, nah, it's not stealing. It's archiving. He used to archive <laughs> movies and steal movies. <laughs> I'd, be like, I'd be like, wait, wait. It was back in the day of Blockbuster. And he's like, man, I've got all these movies. He's like, I've got everything in this shop. And he's like, so I was like, how? And he's like, archiving. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very funny. Um, I need another beer. I think, I, no, I, last thing I've got to say is that I, I think it's so funny that this pedophile has a real thing for the Rivettis. <laughs> like, I really like, like the fact that he, he followed your dad and then he followed you. I like to, I like to think one day he'll follow your children. <laughs> I don't think I could beat him up. I think I just have to respect him for the game. You know what I mean? I'll be like, man, you are kill. <laughs> you're, kill- <laughs> you're an OG. You're, you're, He's like- <laughs> you're, you're a part of the family now. <laughs> He's like one of those pimps that still wear fur jackets. Because <laughs> he must have he must have seen your dad turn eighteen, and he thought, "Well, I'm going to be waiting a long time until I see another youthful Rufetti." <laughs> My dad literally had his house passed down to him. His dad, his dad bought it during the war, so his dad passed it down to him. So he's like, "I know exactly where they live." <laughs> generations. <laughs> Beer time. (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is not brought to you by the Remote Control Compass. Have you ever been trying to lead your expedition group looking for DB Cooper's gold into a trap that you have set down south? However, the group keeps heading north because of that damn compass. 
Well, now you can decide where True North is with the remote control compass. With a small joystick that fits in your pocket, control the direction you and your expedition group take into the woods. Perhaps you've gone full Blair Witch Project and want to throw the map into the river. Well, rather than throw the map into the river, why don't you just lead your expedition group aimlessly around the river? Introducing the tremendous remote control compass. Elliot, did you just throw my fucking compass into the woods? Well, well I guess we'll just use yours now. My mate and I used to work in a video shop and uh, he did had really? this. Yeah, yeah, I did. I got, <laughs> I've never told this. Uh, I, okay. I got fired from a, from a video shop. It's the only job I've ever been fired from. And uh, it was okay. So my mate worked there before I did. And he used to have this system he used to. So what he would do is there was this like, um, you know, those big books of vouchers or coupons that people you could buy, like you buy a book for like 60 bucks and it would have like $200 with the deals in it or whatever. And um, yeah, so our video shop had uh, vouchers in these books and they had like free overnighters or like two for one, three nighters or whatever. I and know exactly overnight, what you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So an overnight video was uh, like $9 or whatever. And people would um, people would come in and they'd have vouchers for like a free overnight. And my mate found in the back of the storeroom like a big plastic bag filled with used vouchers. And what he would do is he would take like a handful of the overnight ones and then over the course of the night he would put overnight videos in as uh as vouchers as people were paying for them and he would just put like an old voucher into the box where the new vouchers would go if that made sense brilliant and and then at the end of the night when he would tally up the tills whatever was over the top he would just take so he does that five times and on top of his like nine dollars an hour for working the video store he'd get an extra 45 bucks in overnight vouchers and uh he he used to call them tips. He used to come. <laughs> we'd, we'd see him. He'd come out to meet us uh, after work. Like he'd work till 10 and he'd come and meet us. And, and uh, he'd be like, drinks are on me. I've got $60 in tips tonight. <laughs> <laughs> what a champion. Have you ever been strip searched? by police or by anyone okay <laughs> that would be a better it'd be a better story if it was someone else um no my, okay the only thing i have close to a story about this is i did get caught at a music festival with a cigarette packet filled with joints and i got pulled aside by a cop and Wait a, a um Wait a minute. It wasn't it wasn't one or three like maybe even three joints among a whole packet of cigarettes. It was a whole packet of joints. No, but I think no, it was. It was it was like there were like five joints in there or something and the rest and then like okay. five cigarettes. Okay, okay, okay. And, and I got I got <laughs> I uh I had a drug sniffer dog come up to me. I, it was it was at this music festival. It was a Groove in the Moo in Maitland and there were two 
barricades. Like you had to get through the first barricade, which was just security check. And then there was a bit of a gap. And then the next barricade was the ticket. And I saw the dogs just in front of the first barricade. And I'm like, okay, if I time this right, if I'm, I'm, it's like I'm playing Frogger. Like if I can just get through that first barricade without, you know, coming to contact with the dog, and then I'm kind of home free because they were just patrolling the front of it. So I kind of rush through. I get to that middle ground between the two barricades. I'm like, I'm home free. And I just feel this like nuzzling up against my pocket and I look down and there's a German <laughs> shepherd. I'm like, oh, fuck. And uh, the, poli- the policeman goes, oh, did you bring some marijuana to the festival, did you, son? Huh? Shouldn't have done that. The dogs love it. And I went, yeah, me too. <laughs> um, I would let you off just for that. I would let you get one joint. <laughs> you, no, you wouldn't. You would have spoke. You would have. You wanted. You would have wanted all of them for yourself. I reckon. <laughs> no, no, no. Under all well, the moment you, the moment you told me you were in private school, I would have fucking taken them all for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Do I need to tell you, Elliot? Do I really need to say? Oh, this is um, like, what's, what's your dad a senator? Get the fuck out of here, you. <laughs> <laughs> um so i got pulled aside and then like you know they weighed up the weed and whatever and i'm surrounded like while i'm getting my what do they call it like you know uh what were they called when you got like a notice for getting caught with weed it was like literally just a slap on the wrist and a warning there was a name for it cannabis caution it called a, mar- a cannabis caution yeah yeah, yeah. i thought i, got, I was getting the name yeah yeah, yeah. i got a c- cannabis caution and I'm watching all of these people around me because it's a music festival getting caught with pills and MDMA and getting like <laughs> just handed court summons left and right while they're like weighing up my four joints on a thing. Like, all right, well, not again. Tom, and if, um, if you end, if you ever end up in a holding cell for overnight with a bunch of criminals that are both getting uh, con- convicted of murder and of robbery, you're the one of robbery. You're the guy that's getting like the big guy standing over you for the evening. You know what I mean? They called me a rock spider. I don't know what that means. Does anyone... <laughs> um, but I was watching all of the girls around me getting strip searched in like little kind of, um portable tent sort of things like stand-up tents where they would go in and you know they would make them strip down squat down and cough and whatever was in there would kind of fall out and i watched this girl next to me like the um like she comes out of this tent and she's got this little condom wrapped kinder surprise egg and uh they cut it open and she's like in tears, like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I should have done I don't even like, I'm not even going to do it. My friend asked me to do it. I did it for him. I wasn't going to. And they, uh, they cut open the condom and it, there's coffee grinds, uh, coffee grounds. And they're like, sweet on the table. And they're like, what, what, why is this? And she's like, oh, my friend told me that the sniffer dogs wouldn't smell it if it there was coffee the smell, there. Yeah. It well, it doesn't, <laughs> but like yeah. in theory. Yeah. And, uh, and they they're opened up. They train them to smell coffee. <laughs> we've got we've got some local baristas in there who are working hard you can't be bringing your own stuff in here that's not yeah yeah, yeah. spike here loves uh anything from guatemala <laughs> He's, he loves a java loves a java. yeah and um anyway i just remember her like breaking down in tears and, she, and they're like how many are going to be in here and she's like oh like six and they open up and there are 20 in there and she's like oh, oh. my god i didn't know and i heard this cop go look you know 
This is usually enough for distribution, but you've been so cooperative. You've been so helpful. We're just going to have it down as possession. And obviously they're going, this is fucking bullshit. I couldn't pull that. <laughs> That's a step above white, dude. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's like a black guy behind me getting batoned ruthlessly and i'm sitting there being like this isn't fair <laughs> yeah exactly dude that actually reminds me exactly there was this girl i went to a festival and there was uh we all got our pills snuck snuck in through uh we, we were trying to figure out how to sneak in our pills and i'd um snuck in i'd actually snuck in my pills um through my own anus and uh and i'd i'd actually made a mistake of like i was i was thinking i should have made like a tampon string coming out of my ass because there was this there was a moment where i was like oh you gotta shit this out or like move it out otherwise if if this thing if the condom like the string that i'm holding on to the knot breaks then the rest of the parcel just goes into like the abyss you know what I mean? It just, it just disappears. It kind of goes kind of thing. And like, I ended up getting it out, but the, the, the this girl that I was with, she said, okay, I'm going to take in my friends, uh, two pills as well as my two pills. And she was going to put them, put them up in her. And, uh, my friend was like, yeah, let me put my two pills in here and I'll bring them out to you. He ended up putting up everyone's, everyone in the group's pills, <laughs> everyone in the group's pills. And everyone was just making like, uh, donkey noises at her, like eeyore kind of thing, like you know what I mean, like as she was muling this stuff across the whole <laughs> How many? Uh, a lot of pills. It was like, it was like eight, eight times one person. Like I mean, eight eight per person, and uh, I don't know, mate, at least like four or five people, kind of thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was ridiculous. As well That's, as. That's a heroic move to, to volunteer to do that. Shout out, give her a shout out on the pod. She deserves that. What's her full name? Well, the thing is, she didn't know. She didn't realize. She didn't. Oh, she, no. she only thought. She only thought that it was. Uh, she only thought that it was hers and her friends. But then uh, her friend took it into the bathroom and put everyone's pills into there. So it ended up being a whole bunch, and then gave it back to her and was like, "It's just yours and mine." Oh my god! <laughs> Why did the fr- that's what did the friend have to gain from doing that? Like what a. He's just a sweet bro, man. He's just a dude. <laughs> <laughs> and so she ended up muling like 30 pills or something like plus kind of thing. <laughs> oh my god. That is so that's <laughs> oh I hey, feel man. so it, you're in for ill you're in for out. a penny, you're in for a pound. Well she is. <laughs> None of you were. You you were all getting it for free. <laughs> All right, so what's where? Uh, okay, so tell me about being strip searched then, because that clearly is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I think I, 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 I availed at the, uh, at the old festival. What happened was, um, I was waiting. My brother and I and his girlfriend, we'd all hang out at his girlfriend's place, and uh, I was waiting for them to arrive there, and I was parked in her parking lot, like which is an outdoor sort of parking lot in Surrey Hills, and I guess somebody saw me there waiting or something and called the police. And uh, in the meantime, I was rolling a joint on my lap. I was rolling a joint and I had the paper and like the joint and the paper and everything like, like the weed all chopped up. Like, and then about, I don't know, 10 minutes into waiting, I, I, I hear a knock on the window right next to me. And I look over and it's this fucking police officer. 
And even she's taken aback by the fact that I have the weed. She just thinks she's <laughs> pulling up on some creep and she goes, oh, what open? And she just opens the door and then uh, she goes, get out. And I was just like, all right, cool, cool. And she goes, knock it on the ground. Or, oh, like, what she goes, give it to me. And then she knocks it on the ground kind of thing and takes what I have. And she's like, uh, do you have anything more on you? And I was like, no, I don't have anything more on me. I was like, you guys don't have anything better to do? Like, I was, and I'm talking shit to them. And uh, oh, no. they're, yeah, yeah, I'm talking shit to them. And, and uh, I'm like, this is a great spend- spending of your time and stuff like that. I'm like, I, I had to explain the situation. I'm meeting my, uh, my brother and my girlfriend here. I just decided to smoke a joint. And they're like, how would they feel if they knew? And I was like, you can call them right now and tell them, you fucking idiot. Like, and uh, uh, the, the girl goes, we're going to strip search you because we don't know if you have anything more. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I, I've just given you everything I have. That's And she's like, no, nah, we don't know. She's just got this gripe with me now. And uh, and she goes, we're bringing in a male officer to uh, to to be able to strip search you in a, in a paddy wagon. And she goes, you can either go to a, a a a police district, a police station right now, or you can go on a paddy wagon. I was like, bring the paddy wagon. <laughs> I was just like, and I got in the paddy wagon and just held my nuts and stuff like that, and like uh, strip search in front of these guys bent over in the roof, <laughs> and it was like, uh, uh, you guys were just eating lunch. I feel bad for you because now you're looking at an asshole. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and like oh, I was just talk- I was talking shit. To- I mean, the guy there, there was this Asian cop there that was like looking at me, na- like watching me naked. And he's like, just felt bad. He's like, I'm sorry, man. I don't even know what's going on, man. I just got called in to do this. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't have any more weed, but really, she won because she got me naked and took my weed. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I, mean, I like the way you said really she won like there was any dispute as to who won i just feel like she might walk away feeling like a bit of a creep but the, the, her winning uh the, the the crime battle outweighed her being uh creepy yeah there must be a nice little ace to have up your sleeve as a police officer to be like well here we go this is what I, this is I'm, I'm gonna make a lasting impression on you and the two cop the two male cops in my station that i hate yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, I hate cops. <laughs> <laughs> They've always been nice to me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. My, my right, dad's we... one. You... Oh, <laughs> yeah, might have something to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, any, 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 any last business, any shout-outs before we, we do the joke of the week and sign this baby off? Uh, good question. I'm going to give a quick shout out to Miss Anita, Nick, uh, Jesse Leach, um, and uh, who else we're going to do? We'll give a quick shout out to Otis Complaint James for his new EP, Monkey Mind. Guys, download that on Spotify. Download all of his music. That is Otis James. Otis James on Spotify. Uh, and I'll, I'll give a shout out to PJ Peter Johnson in Aberdeen and my mate James in London, both of which who have and Billy Grummet in Melbourne, all of uh, our inter, non New South Wales merch recipients who uh, who are, are proudly sporting tremendous merch all over the globe as we speak. Yeah, um, I've got I've got to tell you this, EJ. I hope he won't mind me saying this. I don't think he will, but um, one of those three guys. No, that's I can't. Uh, James, my mate in London. Um, has been having no i can't i can't i'm taking it back i'll tell you off i'll tell you off camera I, fuck uh, off do it right now i'm gonna have to edit it out we'll see about okay, that no, I'll, 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 tell, I'll, I'll, I'll tell i'll tell you now actually no you're right i'll tell you now you're out of your mind will... not telling people with tremendous the, pe- the people <sighs> tremendous are here 
you'll understand when I say it. Now I build it up to be a big thing. But okay, I'll tell you now and I'll send this to James. And if he's okay with it, we'll leave it in. If not, I'll take it out. James um, has been having some mental health issues over in the UK recently. And um, mm-hmm. he'd been having some, like, he's been seeing a therapist about it. He's been having some delusional thoughts along the way that he's been struggling with. And uh, one of the things his therapist said is, like, are you are you seeing, like, signs in the world? Like, you feel like you're seeing things in the world that are, like, messages to you that aren't really, that you, you, you're seeing things that aren't really there? And he goes, oh, I don't think so. And then he leaves the therapist's office and starts listening to our podcast. And the first thing we do is mention, give him a shout out. (laughs) 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 Oh, Jim. Jimmy, James, uh, John, we love you. Um, look, we're gonna. Be, it's it's a hard time for everyone, and I'm not giving you. I'm not. I'm not making light of your situation, but um, we're there with you, my dude. And it's it's not just you suffering. And and uh, if there's anything we can do to help you out uh, on the tremendous podcast, if you want to be part of an ad, if you want us to write an ad where we talk shit about you and what you're doing over there. Uh, in England, uh, if you want to even just chat to the boys, uh, the brothers tremendous, do that. Um, uh, mental health for both men and women is very important. But uh, guys, uh, just look out, look out for your uh, brother and sister during this time. And James, the brothers tremendous have got you. We were we're looking out for uh, you. We got you back. That's nice. I like that. All right, let's do the joke of the week. Okay. I'm going. I'm going again. I've got some notes in front of me. I'm hoping not to have to go to them too much. But uh, all right. So uh, there are keepers, zookeepers, working in a zoo, and they find out that their local gorilla is their local female gorilla is badly in heat, and she's so in heat that every time anyone tries to come in and uh, and feed her, she basically jumps all over them. So the zookeepers are trying to work out how we're going to deal with this gorilla that's in heat. How are we going to satisfy her? There are no male gorillas there to satisfy her. What can we do? So they go to the janitor and they ask the janitor, would you have sex with the gorilla for $500 to satisfy her needs? And the janitor thinks about it and he goes, okay, I'll do it. But I have three conditions. Number one, I don't want to kiss the gorilla. Number two, The gorilla has to be fully cleaned and bathed before I do it. Number three, I'm going to need two weeks to come up with the $500. (laughs) That's awesome. That's a great joke, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah, I really like that. (laughs) All right. Tremendous, everybody. See ya. Big love. love to get snake on his name his real name don't, don't, i don't want to know okay okay I <laughs> he, had to, he had to open up a blockbuster account <laughs> <laughs>